Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Balance and Sanity with your girl Monica. Today I am joined by a guest of mine, known him for a little over three years, I think. Um, and today's episode, we're going to be talking about dating, dating preferences, um, his dating preferences, my dating preferences. And I hope you get get to enjoy this conversation as it's going to be interesting for both parties. And today my guest is Lamar. So Lamar, thank you and welcome for being with us. Um, thank you for having I'm gonna me. Ask, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself. So who are you, Lamar? Like, what should we know about you? Um, I don't know. My name is Lamar. <laughs> um nah but uh, i'm just chill guy you know work hard hard worker um photographer uh writer uh, i do a bunch of other things i don't know i'm just saying i'm just like a, a normal person i guess in this you sound very creative yeah i, I would say that i'm a creative, creative type um Okay. Um, I'm always trying to like brand off the branch off to do other things. So, you know, I'm always open to learning and things like that. But like the creative chat, I would say that's definitely me. But if you think of what I'm doing currently right now, I'm working in like tax and finance. It's like kind of different from the creative type, but, (laughs) um, you know, pays the bills. So, you know, that's all that matters. Right. And it's all that matters. And it's helping me fund my other, you know, my extracurricular things and that creative side. So, um, can't complain about that. Yeah. Um, do you want to give us your photography handle so that just in case anybody wants to hire you or to see what you're working on? Oh, definitely. Um, it's real Taylor man. (laughs) I can say it. R E A L T A Y L O R M E N. Real Taylor. Perfect. Perfect. I actually do follow you and I see a lot of your pictures and sometimes I'm wondering like, did you take it? Did you have somebody professionally take it? But now I hear you're the one that's taking your pictures. Getting into the topic for today. So today I just wanted to have a conversation with you. Um, Mm -hmm. I have decided that with my podcast comes a lot of learning experiences. And I thought that you would be a perfect example to talk about your experience when it comes to dating. Mm -hmm. um, To give tips, tricks, advice to other people that may be listening. Um, And so I wanted to start off really basic. Mm -hmm. um, And just have a conversation about sexual identity, dating status, pattern of preferences in one of your love languages so could you tell us like what is your sexual identity are you heterosexual pansexual curious bi-curious like what do, what do you think what do you consider yourself to be i'm heterosexual man okay um <laughs> heterosexual <laughs> man like, i don't I, I don't i don't discriminate against anybody's preference but that's you know that's mine um and what's the next the next question you're doing? So what are your dating settings? Are you doing friends with benefits? Are you side piecing it? Open relationship, single, confused, complicated, you know what? No, nah, I'm, 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 I'm in a relationship. I don't I never been the type to be uh like with the friends with benefits type of situation. So I've been with my girl for like the last three years. Um wow. so you know, before that I you know, before her I was dating, but sometimes I just was like not dating. I was just home, focusing on myself. So, because like as you get older, you don't want to like continue to like date, you know, and, right. and go through that whole uh, gambit of a lot of things. Like, nah, I don't want that. Like, I'm I'm 37 years old. So after a while, like you get to that point, like, oh, you need to find somebody and and to be with and that will make you happy, and you know, you make them happy and do things together. So, like the last three years, like uh, been happy in a relationship and it's been good. Actually, we move, we live together. So. It's to that point where things, you know, <laughs> took that serious, serious. Stuff, you know, yeah. Um, go ahead with your bad self, because me, 
<laughs> I couldn't do it. I I cannot. I don't know if it's the fear of it, but living with another person, oh my gosh, I need my own space. I need a room. We have to have at least three bedrooms, like if I'm gonna be living with somebody, because I need to go away in my room and just leave me alone. Get out my face. Right. I don't want to see you. I don't want to talk to you. Like, um, I'm not gonna lie. Like living with a, a person, especially a female, outside of my, you know, my mom growing yeah. up. You know, you you got to learn to like adjust because like you know when I'm lived alone, like have my own space, I can make my own right. time, do what I want to do, like watch TV. I ain't got to worry about sharing it, uh, washing yeah. dishes. Like I, when I'm when I lived alone, like it was only like I used to use like a couple dishes, like then wash it and put it back. <laughs> like you know when you live together with somebody, you cook and it's like more dishes and stuff. You like damn, right. like um, you know, getting a, a accustomed to that um is gotcha. a little bit challenging, but it's not something that I'm not able to adjust to, you know. Oh, would you consider yourself a ser- before this relationship? Would you consider yourself a serial dater? I wouldn't say serial dater. Like I never like was a type that would like like go on multiple dates in a week. I'm like I have nothing against that. Um, like when I was single, like in my twenties, um, you know, I used to probably more I was of that serial dater type. Like I did okay. go on dates and hey, day, hey, dates here, dates there, dates there. Like you know, I had a, like a full schedule sometimes, like on the week. <laughs> but that's in my twenties. But you know, as you get older, like well, as I got older, I just said to myself, like, I don't want to, like, continue to go down that path. Yeah. It's like, you know, you know, you spend so much money and then you don't know right. where to come from it. Like, it's like, oh, well, you talk to this person for, like, a few weeks and then, boom, that don't work out. And you go to the next person. Like, after a while, it's like, you know, I, I didn't like that, you know. So as I got older, I just, like I said, I, I stopped dating as much. And, you know, I just started focusing on myself. But. I was still going out there, but not as frequent as I did when I was younger, you know? Okay. So because we're talking about this at this aspect of it right now, what advice would you give somebody that is a serial dater that is just like, you know, I do want to settle down, but I like dating? I mean, it's to each his own. You know, everybody has their own preference. Like, you can tell somebody that, oh, well, not tell, but give some advice to somebody. Maybe they'll take it. But um, I would say, like, this... You know, if you focusing on finding somebody that you want to be in a relationship, or eventually be in a relationship with, you maybe you should just like take time to get to know that person, um, and see what happens. You know, if sometimes yeah. people get, you know, they 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 dating someone and then they, this person just go ghost on them. You know, that happens. That that's happened a lot, like growing up. You know, so yeah. uh, I, I've learned that. I've been through that, and I probably even done that. Um, but. You know, if you want to find somebody, you know, just look out for what the value they add to your life instead of like what they do for right now. Because anybody can tell you what you want to hear. But if somebody can like tell you the truth mm-hmm. and, you know, actually helps you grow, that's what mm-hmm. you need to find, you know. So but everybody's different. So like sometimes people got to find that along along uh, in their own way. So right. um, I okay. would say just, you know, put yourself out there and, and, and give that person a chance and see what happens, you know? Okay, cool. So just getting a little bit um, more into the, the nitty gritty of the details. So you said that you are in a relationship. What is the ethnicity or race of your significant other? Uh, she's Italian and Polish. Okay. Italian do you find, do you find, do you date a lot of Italian and Polish? Or are you just like open to the gamut? I'm open to the gamut. Like I've always dated outside my race and within my race. Um, but mm-hmm. as I got older, I've, I've been dating interracially, you know, and I have no problem with that. But I'm never gonna say that I've 
won't date a wouldn't date a black girl because I did. I was with a, uh, my my first girlfriend who I was together for like five six years. Like she was black, okay. um, and it didn't work out. You know, and nothing against race. I mean, I just started dating outside my race. And Equan can attest to this. Like, mm-hmm. I've always been that way. Like, you know, I dated Asians, uh, 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 Middle Eastern, uh, white, uh, mm-hmm. Hispanic. Uh, so I'm, I'm always dated outside my race in that regard. So I'm open to anything, you know. Right. Okay. So now that we're jumping into this this topic, um. Oh, one other question before, just to get a little bit about you, more about you. What is, do you know your love language? Have you ever yeah. taken that test, or I, have I, ever don't, I don't think that? I actually took that test. And if I did, it probably been a while. But like, <laughs> I, I, to be honest, so, as of right now, like I, I, I don't know. Like, okay, I don't know. Like, let's flip it to you. What is your love language? You know. So my love language, and I've taken the test several different stages in my life. Once when I was in a relationship, once when I was single, and then recently. And every time, it's always come out to be the same. Probably in different orders, but these are always my top three. Physical touch, quality time. Um, no, actually, those are the two. My physical touch and quality time. And sometimes it might be just quality times at the lead. Other times it might be quality touch. And then words of affirmation or acts of service may come in a, a good third. But those are my top two. I would say uh, quality time and uh, affirmations. Because, you know, I, I would say the last time I took it and I do remember it was those uh definitely okay. like you know I, I feel like positive affirmations always like key to like anyone especially I like to hear that and I like to give that as well right. um you know quality time is definitely a good thing too because you know like I love movies and you know mm-hmm. my girl she watches them but she wasn't like big on to them but then you know we started spending quality time doing what I like to do. And she likes to go out to eat and go to restaurants, which right. I never was the type that I, I could go anywhere and eat. It, it didn't have to yeah. be like a Pacific uh, restaurant or place. Right. But, you know, as we started, you know, grow together, I started to enjoy that. So I was like, wow, mm. spending that like, quality time, getting to know more about each other and our likes and dislikes is actually a key thing in actually yeah. helping us progress, you know? Definitely, because if you can't stand the person you with, then <laughs> why are we together? Right. <laughs> right. Uh, but that's the thing, though. Like, people are like that sometimes. Well, I would say maybe back in the day they were like that. Nowadays, like, if people can't stand somebody, they're just going to move on. Like, yeah. you know, uh, like my parents married for, like, what, 20, 20 plus some years. And I know they used to get it on each other's nerves, but they, they still Stuck stay together, you know, you know. Times have changed, you know? Definitely. And I think the reason time has changed is because now we have too many options. And what you don't want to do, somebody else will be willing with open arms to do. Right. And and that's where, like, these dating sites and things, uh, uh, well, not even dating sites, like, online dating has become, like, that's the the thing now. Like, well, this person doesn't like it. Well, go to the next person, you know? Right. Yeah. All right, so um, on moving along, trying to keep this pretty short. Um, what has dating been like for you before this relationship, or even including this relationship? Dating, dating mm-hmm. was like it wasn't easy because like, before, you know, you get to like date somebody for like a couple months and uh, even a couple weeks, and then like I said, things don't work out. People lose yeah. interest because of like what you mentioned. Like, uh, there's more options. So, like, mm-hmm. when people 
you know, you date, it's like, damn, like you might like this about the person and then eventually, well, I might like this I might like this other person what they what they offer, you know. Right. So that's the hard part about dating um in this time, you know. I don't know. Yeah. It, it was just hard. So like, like, like I mentioned, like I just used to like focus on myself mm-hmm. and, and, and try to get that together first, you know, cause you know, right. I, I can't date somebody, but my life is in shambles, you know, oh, even find that, or even find that person, you know, and a lot of yeah. people like that. Like a lot of people don't have their things their together. together. Yeah. And you know, you can't stop love regardless of that, you know, like I always say, like if somebody wants to be with you when you're down, that's the best person that you need in your life. Because right. nobody's perfect, and you know sometimes you see like on social media and all these things where everybody's like st- their relationship is like the perfect thing, but you don't know <laughs> relationship that. Relationship goals. <laughs> yeah, I mean it seems like it is, but and you don't know what they're going through outside yeah. of that. You know, so. we live a fake life on on this social media platform. Right. Um. Go ahead. No, I would just say this, like just like. I don't know, dating is like it's not easy. I mean, if it was, everybody would probably be in a relationship. Relationship. So, oh yeah. man. So, um, so what are some things that you've had to sacrifice while dating? Um, I guess being selfish in a sense. Cause like, you know, I said I used to focus like on myself, mm-hmm. but you know, sometimes you you need somebody to be there like to help out with that and it's to be like a like someone you can lean on someone you can talk to because we all have our problems right you can do it you know we usually keep them inside so you know sometimes being in like finding that person to like be able to like express those things too mm-hmm. it's cool like you know i used to go to the movies a lot like when i was like dating when i was single excuse me like i used to go to like like you know restaurants to eat by myself i didn't care right. i used to go to the movies by myself that's how i learned to do things by myself i used to right. travel by myself and it's sometimes traveling by myself yeah, I enjoyed it too. But like when I was um single and I said like like you know go places and I'm like damn I see couples. I'm like damn I want that too. Like I I don't want to keep doing everything by myself, which I don't gotcha. mind. I enjoy time to myself. That's how you know you learn right. to like love yourself. Um but at the end of the day you see like damn I want that too at some point. And you know, I, I was looking for it, like I was not trying to settle with anybody, but right. I was just trying to like meet the right person that I thought would be like Someone genuine I can enough. like, yeah, genuine, you know, genuine enough, and someone I can like mesh with, right? And that happened, but it, it took some time, though. To be honest, it's gotcha. not well, easy. Anything worth anything always takes time. Like, right? That's and, the easiest way to think about it. Right, and then the thing about that is that you have to like, you know, not worry about it too much to happen. Mm-hmm. It usually happens on its own, right. and I had to learn that too because you know, like you kept like want. I kept thinking like I want this, I want this, and it never really came. And if it did, you know, sometimes you don't, you didn't feel it. You know how it goes. Yeah. Um, but eventually, like, what you want would actually come to you. You just got to just, like, let it happen. So and that's what I did, and it did, you know? Gotcha. How do you do a lot of your datings? Well, when you were single, did you do it through dating apps, actually walking up to a person and starting a conversation? Actually, I did both. Um, when I was single, I used to mm-hmm. use a site called OkCupid. Okay Oh my God, I hate that site. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm a, I don't know how it is now, but like I used to use it like five, six years ago. Like I did use it. Right. Um, it was all right. I even like used like uh, the site called Hinge. Like I've, I'm on Hinge now. I used that like a while back uh, before I started dating my girl. Um, mm-hmm. 
I would say those two sites. Uh, maybe Plenty of Fish at one point. Oh, my God. Another. Oh, you're using yeah. all the terrible ones. <laughs> I, mean, terrible. I, I mean, like those sites, is, like I, I had it, but I wasn't as active on it. But right. I think, uh, yeah, those sites, uh, Hinge, OkCupid, and Plenty of Fish. Okay. So Plenty of Fish, when it first came out or when people were using it, I always knew it to be the hookup site. Like every of every one of my male friends told me not to go on Plenty of Fish because it was for predominantly used to hook up, like mm-hmm. and hook up meaning sex. Okay, Cupid, I was on there for a little bit, and I met this guy. We were supposed to meet up. I ended up running late. I get out the train station. I get bombarded with a bunch of curse words and don't you ever call me again? How effing dare you? I'm talking about the ream. Like I'm getting my behind tore out, and I have yet yeah. to meet this person. A few months later, he hits me back up like, oh, so why can't we meet up? I'm confused. Like, you literally told me not to talk to you ever again. Mm-hmm. I've also had people on OkCupid hit me up just for sex. You're a, such a beautiful African Nubian queen. I just want to make love to you. <laughs> Delete. Mm-hmm. I've also done um, Tinder. And there was a period where I said, screw all these dating sites. I'm just going to be single. If somebody wants to date me, they're going to have to come up and approach me. All right. And that in itself is still difficult because people don't do that no more. We oh. we rather not see you face to face so we can't get that instant rejection. And if you reply to us, we can carry on this BS conversation forever and never actually have to meet. Right. So I, I mean, nobody likes to get rejected. Like I, if you if you if you you were the type of person like I love rejection, you're a liar. <laughs> you know, but but uh, I mean, with rejection is. I mean, it, after you realize that it, it's like, it's just fear, you know? I mean, yeah. we all get rejected in some way. Where we Like, we go on a job interview, we don't get a call back. That's a rejection. Right. You know, we don't, um, you know, we fail a test. That's rejection. You know, so we, we learn to deal with that in that aspect. But I guess when it comes to dating, it's, you know, walking up to somebody, they say hello, it's, it's hard. I don't know. But I feel yeah. like that's the best way to do it, you know, to like, you know, go up to somebody do the old-fashioned way and say hello because that person can see you right there. They know what right. you look like. They know how you, what you sound like. They can get a, a glimpse of, like, what you are, like, uh, what would you right. be like if you actually went on a date with them. So, right. like, on, on dating apps, it's, you don't really get that. It's only pictures yeah. and words, you know, and, and you never know what the person is, like, saying to you. They're saying to someone else. Facts. So it's like, so it like, I don't know, like, you don't really know people, you know, genuine people. Like I've been on dates before. I remember my girl when I was, you know, dating and you know, like the first date, everything always yo, the best. Right, always <laughs> the best. And then the second date is like, I don't know, it's kind of weird now. And then, right. then either you go on a third date or you don't even see that person ever again. You know, usually yeah. you can tell if you're gonna mesh with somebody. Like it's always at least like like three or four dates. Right. You know? Um, and I remember my girl, like we went on um first date it was good we had a good time that's not i knew because like i was like at that point in my life i like i know what i'm looking for so right right and i felt that's like well we had good chemistry um then we went on another date then another date so we went on like four dates i think the third date mm-hmm. is like actually the third or fourth date is actually when i kissed her though not because i didn't Aww. want to not, that, not because i didn't want to because you don't sometimes you get a feeling like you don't want to like be aggressive when you want right, to right. Like, you don't want to might want it yeah, she don't want to, you don't know if she want to kiss. She may want it, but she's not going to, like, tell you. Right. Sometimes she give you the, like, the 
the hints, but then you're like, uh, maybe not. It just doesn't seem like he wants <laughs> to go to, you know what I mean? Like, I hate those hints. Let, let's be right. clear about these stupid hints, right? right? Because I've heard, I've been told, like, a guy is interested in you if he, like, touches you on your leg or touches you on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, but my homeboy down the block does that to me, too. Does that mean he's interested in me? No. Not necessarily. He's just, like, comfortable with you, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, Everybody, I, hate, I mean, and the flipping of the hair. Like, if a girl flips her hair, that means she's like, "Ugh, oh, I'm done." Right. I'm like, over it. I don't know. You, you, sometimes it's like it, what I used to always t- the determine if a girl was into you is like, like y'all meet up, you know, y'all hang out, y'all go on a date, and then she gets more comfortable. Like when she's like starting to be close to you, right. usually people when you meet them, they just be like a little. Like, you know, okay. everybody be able, like on ease because they're not really sure what to like do or what to right. say. But after a while, when everybody gets comfortable, then you know, like, okay, she's feeling you or oh you're feeling gosh. her. So let me tell you one thing about getting older. I've noticed that for me, you get, and I think this is why I get friend zoned a lot. And I've had people literally, like, as I'm talking to them to be like interesting parties to date, they've told me, oh, you know what? You're you're so cool. You're like one of my homies. And I'm just like in my head, okay, so I'm getting friend zoned right now. Got it. No problem. I'm cool. I'm a, a down to earth type of person. You get what you get. I'm not I guess it's because as I get older, as as people get older, mm-hmm. we start to fake stop faking the funk. And at honeymoon stage, it's like I'm gonna give you a hundred percent of me and you have the option of either taking it or not. Right. It's up to you. I'm here and I'm just gonna put it on the table. And if you don't like the fact that I curse a lot, you're going to know out the gate. If you don't like the fact that I am always looking at myself in the mirror, you're going to know out the gate. If I'm a social media person and I'm always like this, uh uh-huh, 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 you're going to know out the gate. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's so true. Like, you just have to be genuine, um, especially when you're dating, um, and put yourself out there. I think you shouldn't be afraid of rejection, though, at the end of the day. Cause it makes you to, cause then if you somebody says, "Nah, I'm cool," then you can kind of fine tune your pickup lines, right? And know that you know that one was whack. I'm not gonna ever use that one again. So I'm gonna try this one and see how this goes. And then that's how you can become a smooth debonair type of guy, I guess. I feel like pickup lines work for certain people. Everybody can't just do a pickup line. Like (laughs) what works on one person may not work on the next person. Sometimes you just gotta wing it though, and that's what I used to do. Like I'd be like, I just play it like. All right, let me see what I can do. Like I just play the play the room. That's how I, right. I learned. Cause like some people can say things with words and it works for them, but everybody can't say the same thing. Like 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 Steve Urkel, for instance, can't say right. something that uh like well Drake right now. Like Drake yeah. can just uh-huh. he don't gotta say much. Like Urkel can say he can say a little thing with whatever Drake Blair, what's up? And Urkel can say the same thing, like what's up? She look at him like what? Like you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. like it, it, it won't work. It won't work. Everybody is like different like you can't say the same you. thing one person could say you know i feel you so i feel it's you a learning experience you know um sometimes like i guess sometimes when people talk they tell them true self right right away and that turns right. some people off maybe they they nervous they don't feel it but i don't know right? like sometimes it's better to be yourself and if that person loves you or appreciates you for that then i guess that's the person for you you know yeah you know, it's I think it's easier. For, and I tell this to all my male friends or male people that guys that I know, I think it's much easier for a guy to be themselves around female than it is a female to be around them, be themselves around a guy. And I say this because now we are living in this world where sexual identity is becoming more and more of a thing. 
And mm-hmm. if somebody were to look at me, they would be like, oh, she has to be like, she has to be gay because of the way I dress, because of the way I carry myself. But it's like, no, I'm a heterosexual female that likes male. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't see that because I'm always in my converses. I'm always wearing something baggy. And I just like to be down to earth. So it's like, it can get kind of confusing right. between the different um, male and females. Because if a female isn't dolled up all the time, a guy isn't looking at her. And I've actually tested this theory out. I take the same train to work when I was working. And I would take sit in the same car every day. And I would dress casually, very comfortably going to work. No one would look at me. Not even a, a glimpse. The day I would put on makeup, heels, and a skirt, turning heads. Everybody's trying to break their neck to see where I'm going, where I'm sitting, and if they can come and sit next to me. Right. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. You should be wanting to talk to me just because my face is pretty. Not because I have on these clothings that are removable. And for some reason, they make you feel a certain way. Like, But that's me going on a tangent. I'm sorry. No, no worries. I'm all good. I, I I can understand that. I mean, it's, it's it, I can it could be the other way around too. You know, it's more about looks too. Like, like you see some not all not all people are like that. So I don't want to like you know put everybody in the same um bracket. But mm-hmm. like some girls could probably look at a guy like that too, or the way he dressed. So you know he might dress a certain way, but he probably doesn't. You know have any money he probably doesn't right. live alone you know or he probably doesn't yeah. have anything going for himself and then the person that dressed like regular in their eyes it's not it's not fashionable enough but that person can yeah. have a good you know he, he works hard has a decent job you know he makes makes money does he has his own right. thing going on but they don't prefer that not all i don't since i don't want to generalize everybody that way but yeah, you know yeah. they're just like more of like look Superficial. Yes. Just say it. We're mostly superficial, especially this generation. This era, um, we're very, very superficial. And the prettier you are, the more people are coming for you. And mind you, some of these pretty people have nothing to give to life. Like, no additions they can add to your life. All they do is subtract from you. Right. But like you said, it's it's the way of the world, you know? Every couple of years, we're looking for something different. I remember right. back in the 90s where thin eyebrows were it. Right. And I would never make my eyebrows thin. Now, people want the thick eyebrows. And I've had people come up to me and say, oh, my gosh, you have the eyebrows that most women die for. And I'm just like, when I was growing up in the 90s, people used to crack on my eyebrows. And now, all of a sudden, it's the hottest thing. And it's just like one of those things that constantly circulars are goes around in circles i should say yeah okay so talked a little bit about the dating apps talked a little bit about your preferences and i just wanted to go back and to really get the conversation started because i had actually asked you to come on here to speak on behalf of i don't want to say all black men mm-hmm. <laughs> i want you to come on and speak on behalf of lamar mm-hmm. as to why your dating preference are the way that they are and this was based on a conversation we had many years back when it was me you um, I think it was Kester, um, Equan was there, and I believe Equan's boyfriend at the time was there. I can't 100% remember if he was there, but we no, were I out. remember that day. I remember right. that. And we I, were I, talking. I, I, I didn't I, see what you're going to say. I, I didn't say. You did I, say no, it. I didn't say that. So, I didn't say that. Before we continue, I'm going to say what I remember you saying. Equan remembers you saying it. So, no, that's not so, true. 
Oh, hold on, hold on. And then you can you can you can fight your case. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we were talking, and the conversation had came up about, and I think Equan had brought it up. So sad that she couldn't be with her, with us today because uh, she definitely wanted to be on. Um, and she said that she something about you not wanting to date. Like you would rather date outside your race than date a black woman or black women, black, black women, I guess it was. And so the conversation started and it was just like you said, you know, it's not that I don't want to date them. I've dated a black woman. I didn't have success with that black woman. And so now I want to date outside my race. And the question became, so why don't you want to date another black woman to try it out? And you, I remember you saying that you tried, you dated a black woman when you were 16. And that was the one and only time that you dated a black woman. And ever since then, you've dated other races, which yeah. is fine. There is nothing wrong. I just want to make that clear. There is nothing wrong with people having preferences. If you want to date outside of your race, that is perfectly fine. There is nothing against you. There is no harm, no foul. It's just an opportunity to give well, at the time when we were having this conversation, you the opportunity to speak on your behalf as to why this is your preference. Not necessarily that you're downgrading Black women or saying that you hate Black people. It's just when we were having that conversation, I wanted to get a better understanding of why you prefer other races over black the Black race. Uh, black women, I should say. Actually, I like like I know you was gonna bring it up because we all it was at Econ's game night. I remember because Ryan was there. Like like I had like uh, Econ, uh, Kester, her Econ's boyfriend at the time, and yourself. So like and like I know I didn't say that. Like I never would say anything like, anything like that because like I'm black. Like my mom mm-hmm. is black. Like I would like I dated a, a black girl growing up, and I've been on dates. Like when I was single, like mm-hmm. I've been on dates with like. All women's black, okay. Spanish, Asian, Caucasian, like okay. Middle Eastern. So like I mm-hmm. never like discriminated against um blacks. And, okay. I, and and I feel crazy even like saying that because I'm black. Like and my mom's black. It's like right. I would never degrade, especially a black woman. Like I never would right. say anything like I would never like date a black girl because I've dated a black girl before. I just so. want to say one thing before you continue. It's not a I've never heard you degrade black women. So I just want to oh, make that clear. Okay. Cause I like, I never like, I never no, would say anything like that. You know, it's not a, it's not a, um, degrading black women. Cause when I think, at least when I think of somebody degrading black women, I'm thinking somebody saying, well, all black women are trash. They're, no. they're, they're this, they're that, they're the whatever. I've never heard you say that. Oh, I just I'm remember. <laughs> Cause I've never heard you like, say anything harmful about black women so let me just clear the air and say that it's never been in a way of disrespect or you saying you know i'm not dating black women because they're trash or all black women are trash it's never been one of those things it was always like you know i just prefer dating outside my race and i wanted to know why do you prefer dating outside your race i don't know it just i guess an attraction i guess because like i'm attracted to all when I, when I was single, let me make that mm-hmm. clear. I was attracted to all races in a sense. Like, I didn't really care what they look like. Black, like I said, black, Spanish, Asian, white, Caucasian. But mm-hmm. I guess that, I know, I guess I just happen to fall, like, like what I like. I don't know. It just happens that way, you know? Did you, uh, did you grow up around a lot of... Um... I grew up around black and Hispanics. Okay. In the Bronx, so it was like black and Hispanics. Right. But I guess, like, being, you know, working in a corporate world, 
mm-hmm. and you be around most of that all the time. That's what happens. You know what I mean? Like everybody gets to know who you are and like things happen. Like you meet people, you go to these, you know, bars. Right. After events. Yeah. Events, you know what I mean? So like that happened. It's not like, like I, like I, I, that's what I particularly like, oh, I'm going to pick this person over that person. Nah, it's just like, I guess what you're constantly around, but you know, I, like I said, I've always dated outside my race. Um, like I, I've learned like growing up, I was, you know, everybody cheats you to like only date one specific race. Right. Like, you know I mean, like you see white people, like, like, like for movies, for instance, back in the nineties and used to see like white people with white people, Spanish right. people with Spanish people, Spanish black people, people right. with black people. Asian people with Asian people. That's how it was. But like after that, like it's like a small knit of like interracial couples. And it started mm-hmm. like growing like over the last 20, 30 plus years, whatever. Excuse me, like 20 plus years. But it's like, I guess this just happens that you met the person that likes a lot of things that you like. You know, okay. like, like, um, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I never would say anything bad about you know, black people, because I'm black. Right, right. I guess that's just what happens. Like, I met somebody, I like them, they like me, and I guess it worked out that way, you know? But, like, I always been open before I was, you know, started dating, that I was always open to date anybody, that whatever makes me happy. And I remember, like, like my brother used to tell me, like, whatever makes you happy, bro, like, don't worry about what other people think. Like, and I I learned that, like, if that makes you happy, that makes you happy. Right. One thing, my uh, when I was used to work at the DA's office, um, and I remember we used to talk about dating a lot. And one guy told me he was like, "If you like to watch uh, small people on bikes on a Sunday, there is somebody else that likes the exact same thing like you. You just have to yeah. find them." And right. I thought that was like the silliest example ever, but it's a hundred percent true. You like what you like, um, and I don't want you to feel like I'm coming uh, coming down on you because I actually have a friend who married, um, his wife is from Poland. Mm -hmm. And so for him, he grew up in Brooklyn. So he was always around black people as well. But for some reason, he just ended up falling for and dating mostly white women. And it was never anything against them because he, I think when I had the conversation with him, he just said, you know, for me, it was just like, I would rather be with a, a white woman. That's just what I prefer. And I said, you know what? No problem. And we had like a deep conversation about that. And I understood where he was coming from. And I never want to take one person's explanation and use it as like the gamut for all. Mm-hmm. So that was where this whole conversation coming from, was coming from, from a heart of just like trying to understand where you're coming from, give you the opportunity to talk. Because a lot of times when you say, well, you know, I prefer outside your race, it's like now everybody's bombarding you with their thoughts and they're not really giving you the opportunity to speak on your own behalf or to stand up for yourself because then you're right. just like... Like, if you know, if you know me, like, especially Econ, she can attest to this, like, when, when I was single, she used to know, like, I, it was different people that I was, like, you know, like, I wouldn't, like, actually bring everybody that I was dating around mm-hmm. her because, you know, you don't know what works out. Like, it might work right. out to do that sometimes like, oh it's not gonna work out with that person particularly right. whatever but like equan knows that i've always been open to like doing that though so it's like i say, I say it's perfect i guess it's whatever makes me happy and, and, and i'm able to like relate to in the sense of that like right. not taking anything away from any other races it's just like me and her click i mean i feel like that's right. what way it worked at you know one thing that I'm going to say, though, and I feel like I can hear her in my head right now. She's, like, yelling <laughs> because 
you and Iquan have been friends longer than I have known you. Mm-hmm. And one thing that she definitely has brought to my attention, especially when we were talking in the group chat, was that she doesn't ever remember seeing you date any black women. See, that's the thing. Like, Econ was always with her, 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 her boo at the time. But, you know, like, I used to, like, not bring everybody around. Like, in, yeah, like yeah. I just said, like, I didn't, like, I don't know what that's going to happen, like, if it's going to work out. But, like, I never used to bring anybody around. And then, and, and it's been times that we did, because we all went to the movies one time, and I did bring a girl. She was light-skinned. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know how Econ would say that. But, like I said, we used to do our things privately. She used to always be with her boyfriend. So, like, mm-hmm. I was single, like, doing my own thing. So, she wouldn't actually see that, because I'm not the type of person, like, right. oh, well, if I'm dating this person, I always got to bring them around. Right. You know, especially if that's... Really? If, if especially not something serious, like, oh, you still, okay. you're dating. It's not like, if my girl right now, we're in a relationship, that's different. I will gotcha. definitely bring her. But if I'm dating, like, oh, I met this girl, we dating for, like, a few weeks. Like, I'm not going to, like, bring her around. Because gotcha. I don't know, like, you know, you usually don't bring people around. Same thing with my parents. Like, I don't bring any... When I was dating, I didn't bring any girl i just met around my parents because you don't you don't know how that's going to work out like if you serious with a person then you do something like that you know what i mean and so for me i'm the total opposite i would rather you meet all my friends especially like my important friends very early on in the the beginning because they're gonna see things about you that i may have blinders on to and so they would be willing and i'm talking about like three marks like three week mark you're meeting somebody. No. You're, like, you're like, either like, meeting my mom or a close friend of mine or somebody or even my sister. Because once you walk out that door, they're going to say, well, did you notice that this person does this, 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 this? And I'm like, no, I never realized that before I end up falling in love with you. And now I'm out of luck. Right. Now, the, the thing is, like, with that, like, um, I don't know. I just feel like like when Equan met my girl, my current, my you know, girl I'm with now, mm-hmm. and it was like probably like maybe like five six months into it but like i said like it it just happened that way you know what i mean right like it's not like like i don't i feel like you don't need to bring everybody around especially like if you don't know it's gonna go anywhere like if you feel like yo i really like this girl then and and it's been consistent i'm like yeah Mm -hmm. i'll do that but like sometimes you don't want to like bring them around and then you know it might not work and then your friends like, oh, where's that? Where, where's the, the your friend? Easy. Like, we not together no more. Right. Then it's like, <laughs> I mean, not nah, hear you, but it's like, nah. Like, that, that's crazy because like, if you're not with that person, then you don't feel like you're gonna like maybe go anywhere with them, polish and bring them around. Just to you know avoid that. Yeah, I feel like that's a each to own kind of situation. Yeah, everybody, me, yeah, everybody's different, you know. I have to, especially when it's early on, because one thing I've noticed is that once I like you and I really like you. If I start liking you and then we get to a stage where we start to make this serious and everybody that I'm surrounding myself with doesn't like you, now I'm left with a choice of either staying with the person I like or losing friends and family. That's a tough, that's a tough call. So I would rather very early on in the beginning, even if it's not the second or third date, if I notice that I'm talking to you more frequently or we're hanging out a lot or every other weekend we're together, you're going to be somebody that I'm bringing around, either my friends, if it's not my family at first. We're going to, you're going to at least meet a few of my close friends. We're going to go hang out. We're going to go do something where you get to interact with them um, on an open scale where it's a bunch of people. So you're not just thrown to the sharks. Mm-hmm. And if you can't hold your own with my friends, if my friends come back and have a report about the things that they've seen, like red flags about you, 
I now have my eyes open to be on the lookout for these things instead of carrying on this relationship a year in and then my mom meets you and is just like, yeah, I can't stand that person because, and they have a gamut of list. Now I'm already, I already lost a year because I've wasted it with you. And now I have to break up with you because my family members don't like you. No, I feel like if it's that bad, then you probably would have got signs before you even met, like, introduced <laughs> them to your family. Like, like um, I don't know. Like, I met when my girl started dating. Like, I said, like two months in, like I met her friends. Like, not all her friends, but like some of the right. friends that are in New York. Like, we all went out and we all like, you know, I had conversations. Like, I could talk to anybody. Like, I don't really feel like I get nervous around people. Right. Actually, about meeting them for the first time. So that's that's nothing for me. Um, but yeah, it took some, took like two months and I feel like I did that. Like when Econ met, like I said, Econ was always, you know, traveling right. in the situation like for work or she was moving around because of what was happening in her life. Like we really, we really didn't get a chance to like, like hang out as frequently like, like we normally did like back in like right. early on. But she did meet my girl and I felt like since Econ was like my, my, my closest friend, especially she's female, like, of mm-hmm. course I. They met and they actually got along. And I'm like, okay. Then I knew, I already knew in my heart, like, yeah, I felt this is the person. Right. But then, like, that happened. That's even, like, like very assuring in a sense, too. So, and when she met my mom, I was like, yeah, definitely. Like, my mom, I, like, I never, like, really, like, brung people around my mom, like, especially, like yeah. I said, like, right away. Because bring around your parents, like, your mom, you want to make that sure that's the right person. Because I don't want my mom to be, oh, how did I go? Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes just avoid it before it happens. If it's good and it worked out, then, like, everything works out at the end, you know? I think it might be because also I'm female. So for me, it's like I bring everybody around my parents. Friend, foe, you're meeting the the folks. And then when my parents, when my mom says, oh, what happens to such and such? Oh, we don't talk no more. What happened? Yeah, I mean, that's like too and I'm just much. like, oh, we just we just stopped talking. And But see, I also divulge a lot to my mom. So right. I had right. somebody... Um, the other day I had somebody DM me and it was like something like, I want you to be my, I want to be your sugar daddy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I showed it to my mom. I sent it to my mom and my sister. Mm. And other people are just like, why would you do that? And I'm just like, why wouldn't you? Like, that's my mom and my sister. Everybody everybody has a different relationship. Like, like I guess yeah. maybe it's a girl thing. And like, you, you divulge and show everything to your family, your <laughs> mom and sister. Like, a, some guys probably wouldn't like, send, especially like, I wouldn't send that to my mom. Maybe if you're close with your dad in that regard. And yeah. if they know how to use, you know, like cell phones and stuff, like maybe. But like, I never like, people I know, and I like, I never was like that. Like, oh, Unless it's something like that's worldwide, like then yeah. I show up. Like, like yeah, yeah. Rudy, 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 what happened with Rudy Giuliani the other day when he was the other day last month when he was dripping. Yeah. I showed my mom something like that because that was funny, you know what I mean, and, and and nasty at the same time. But like anything like with with a comment like from a guy, I wouldn't do that though. Oh my gosh, I I must be a different breed because even now that I'm on Hinge, there's a guy that I'm talking to and he called me babe, and I was just like blown away. And so my mom is sitting, me and my mom are talking. And I said, mom, what should I say to this? Because, like, I respond to his message. um, But I didn't purposely mention the fact that he had said babe to me. Showed it to my mom. My mom reads the messaging that has been going back and forth. I'm like, who says this? I said that. And she's asking questions. And I'm filling her in as we're going along. And she's just like, well, you can respond and say, did you mean to put that there? And that's exactly what I do. And this is me and my mom's conversation on a daily basis. Like, mm. I let her read my text messages sometimes, depending, because sometimes he would be getting a little graphy, a little raunchy. Don't want mom to see that. But if it's, like, simple, hey, mom, what do you think about this? 
like this person sent this to me. What are, what are your thoughts? Like, right. how would you respond? I don't know. I don't think I would just like, like I said, I wouldn't show my mom that it's like private. Like, like I would expect like my mom with her phone text messages to show me something about a guy she's talking to. Like, I feel like yeah. oh, that's, not, that's, 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 that's not weird, but it's just something I don't prefer. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, hey, I wouldn't like, nah, like, nah. like text messages nah. I got with my girl. I don't show her that. Like, nah, I'm not going to show my mother that. Like, that's that's TMI, man. Too much information. She like to see. But it depends. If you're talking about like what you're gonna do when you come home after work, then yes, you can't show your mom that. But if your your girlfriend says, "Oh my gosh, I miss you. I love you. Can't wait to see you later." Your mom, look what she sent me. You can do that. I mean, I would tell her, like you know, like Lauren said, she loved me. Like my mom, know, like that's good. Like I want to, like, oh my, look, <laughs> Lauren loves me. You see the text right there? Nah, I'm like, go do that. I'm not gonna do that. I don't know. This is probably me. Like, it's probably a lot of people that feel the same yeah. way too. You know what You're I mean? Right. You're right. So, and it could be know. a, like I said, a gender thing, a gender preference thing, where women are more open to their parents as opposed to like guys that are more open to their their dads. Like they'll have locker room talk, as they call it, with their fathers. I mean, we all. I mean, I guess that's how you learn. Like, learn in the sense of how to like talk to the uh, woman. But everybody, like I said, everybody parents are different. Uh, right. Everybody, especially guy uh, fathers, they everybody's different when they treat their son. Like sometimes boys are closer to their moms, and sometimes girls are closer to their dads. So right. like sometimes the locker room stuff won't apply. Like if you're close to your mom and your father, you know. Okay. So. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but it's 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 very <laughs> it's funny because I don't, know. I don't know. Go ahead. So like I wanted to ask what you you just rebut like I guess rebuttal what you said about like. You're talking to somebody on Hinge. Like, have you been on dates, like, recently? No. I have mm. not been on dates recently. So, I... So how long do you, like, talk before you actually go on a date with somebody? So it depends. Because I am... I'm an... I realize that I'm an aggressive type of person. Meaning... And not aggressive in the sense that I like to fight or I like to, like, tell you what to do. But in the sense that I always like to take charge. Mm-hmm. And so... A lot of times a date could happen if I'm waiting for the other person to the guy to say, yo, let's meet up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it could be a week, two weeks. I've w- waited a month before somebody said, hey, let's go out on a date. Mm-hmm. If I'm the type of person that I just want to say, I just want to get this out to be a quick no, I'm asking you after the second time we text. Hey, what are you doing? Let's meet up for coffee. I'll be at such and such at this time. Are you available? And I'm just doing that to to move this no along quicker so that right. we're not wasting each other's time. Right. Um, but now that I've been sick, it's harder because one, I can't be around people because I have a port in my chest and I'm have a very weak immune system. So going out is like something that I don't right. do. Understand. Um, and even the guy that I'm talking to now, we have been talking, I wanna say since October. And he has asked me to FaceTime a month in. And then I couldn't because I, that day I was ended up being really sick. And then I finally said to him, oh, my gosh, let, let's just do a Zoom dinner or something. And I'm a romantic type. So in my head, I swear to you, if I was a guy, I'd have mad chicks. Point blank, period. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. It's crazy. But in my head, I was just like, we can do a Zoom date where we can set up the table 
like um we're actually at a restaurant you can have your wine i can have my glass or whatever we can have our plates and stuff set up and we can do a zoom chat you know how many girls i can win over with that if i was a guy like let's be real (laughs) let's be real um because it's like the small touches that does it um but yeah but then we didn't end up getting to do that because the next the day that we were supposed to do it um, one, he never confirmed the time. He didn't tell me what time he wanted to do it. And then two, I ended up, I think it was because he didn't confirm the time. Cause I said, these are the days that work for me. Anytime after this is fine. Right. He never followed up. And I'm a big person. Like if you don't follow up on the second try, I'm over it. We can do this. We can play this game as long as you want. Cause I'm already mm. over it. You over it that fast? Yeah. If, if you're interested, like you said, right. If you're interested in something, you're going to go for what you're interested in. And if we're playing this back and forth game where you're telling me, oh, we should go out on a date or we should FaceTime now because that's what we're doing. And you never tell me, oh, let's FaceTime tomorrow at two o'clock. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? This we should FaceTime and just let it linger in the air. That's games. You're playing a game. So we're going to play this game together. No, I understand. I mean, this is what people maybe because sometimes people are nervous and shy, like um, about really right. showing them. So maybe like I don't know. Like I mean, if you're ready to do it, and he's always finding some way, I don't know. Maybe he's nervous. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he don't look like what he look like. <laughs> I'm also trying to figure that out because I ended up started googling him because I watch a lot of documentaries, mm-hmm. and a lot of the documentaries that I've actually watched talk about how people are on serial rapists on these dating apps. They right. found a the guy on Tinder. They found a the guy on OkCupid. Um, and he was actually married with a whole family. I, I actually was... saw that. Right. I was on, it was on Hulu. I actually was, uh, saw, saw that. Like, he had, like, uh, he had, like, a wife, family. He had did it to, like, multiple girls, though. Right, right. Multiple women. It was, like, crazy. Yeah. So um, now I have to be careful. So I'm Googling. I'm trying to Google him. <laughs> And once again, I referred to my mom and I was like, I Googled him and I can't find him. She was like, something, something ain't right. Because everybody you can find on social media. Does everybody he have, has. Does he have any Instagram? No, he has no Instagram. The Facebook page has a totally different name, spelling and all. And it may, it, it, see, some, stuff like that is kind of weird. Sometimes right. you got to think of that like, because uh, everybody has a... Uh, Instagram yes. account now. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can, you can, you can, it can be old, but everybody has an Instagram account, and and, right. and you can't. Sometimes people could put a block on their search. You know, that's right. understandable. But he ain't got an Instagram. He's always, you know, having like a uh, issue of like FaceTiming. Yeah. <laughs> you got to start thinking like, is this person like could they factual. say they are? You know? Right. Very factual, and then also because we live in a time where scamming is having a lot from Africa. So right. the person that I had found that has a similar name to him, instead of it, because his last name is spelled O-S-U-N something something, this person's name is O-G-U, and it spells exactly the same. First name is the same, last name, the G, it's a G instead of an S. That person's in Nigeria. The mm. person I'm supposed to be talking to lives in Brooklyn. And there's a lot of scamming happening, coming right. directly from Nigeria, co- coming directly from Jamaica. And they can make it seem like they're here in the States. So me as a female, I have to do the extra legwork now to figure out whether or not you're, you're a real person. That's crazy. So man, I don't know. I Maybe you should probably just, if you want to continue to play the game, you could. But if you want to, <laughs> it's not like it could be a game. 
<laughs> but that scary part, though, you know, it's like thinking yeah. about, like, wow, like, people don't, like, I know, like I said, everybody, like a guy, I know if I was talking to a girl, like, and if she didn't have, like, an, um, an Instagram or, like, a Facebook where I can see actually other pictures. Right. I'd probably be, like, a... Sketchy. Sketchy. Like, if... I don't know. That's just how it would feel, especially if you're trying to, like, get to, like, see more about the person. Because, like, right. at the end of the day, looks aren't everything, but looks do matter. You know? Yeah. Like, you don't want to... You want to date somebody that you're attracted to. Right. They don't have to be, like, J-Lo. They don't have to be, like, Beyonce, anything like that. Right. But, you know, you just want to be, like, okay. They look right. good. Boom, like that. Yes, but hundred percent agree. Like if they don't want to share any, like mm, I don't know. Like that's kind of weird, you know. Right, and the only pictures I get to see of you are these on this app that God only knows one how you got on this app because it's not like Match where you can pay for it. And even Match has serial rapists on there and serial killers. Yeah. So it's just like we live in this world where when if you find somebody that you you are attracted to or can date it's a blessing because the work you have to go through when mm-hmm. being on a dating site it's ridiculous this is a part-time job right i don't know i agree i agree with that but uh it, it sucks the way things are right now yeah especially like uh with the you know before the, the pandemic is like i guess i guess uh, I, read, I read some articles that people still like you know dating like i guess mm-hmm. they would talking like like you know, they were talking like right when the pandemic first happened and actually didn't meet right. and i remember i saw something on uh some girl thought she was talking to one guy and when she met the guy for coffee he was like not he wasn't even the person that the pictures were yeah. and then she was like so weirded out like like he was like what you don't want to talk to me now because you know how i really look like it, it was like really weird and awkward though it was scary yeah. because he said the only reason you wanted to the talk because the way I looked, I was like, that's so messed up though. Like to do something like that to somebody, like yeah, talk for months and then y'all finally meet and then you're not even the person that right in the pictures, you know. And I I don't even fault the girl because there's been times where I've actually seen somebody's picture, and uh, when we met up, the person looked exactly like the picture, but I ended up falling for the voice on the end of, on the phone because we used to talk a lot, right. and so. I was able to get over what he looked like. Even in person, I was just like, it's his voice that I'm like really attracted to. And he mm-hmm. was a sweet gentleman and everything. Like we hung out, had a great time. I'm talking about, we were supposed to meet up for 15 minutes. The 15 minutes turned into three hours. That's how great of a date it was. Um, We ended up talking up until, because we, we ended up meeting up after work, walking Central Park. He walked me from Central Park to 125th. Wanted to put me in a cab to take me home. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Because I was still like, I don't need this guy to know where I live. Mm-hmm. Um, As I was going for the train, train wasn't working. So now I had to walk from Harlem to my house, to the Bronx. So I picked up the phone and we're talking up until midnight when I finally got home. Spoke the next day. And then eventually just like, we stopped talking. But it was it was like one of those things where had he had put up a false picture... And I had showed up and this dude like looked something, no matter how good his voice sound, it would have been a dub. I'd have been like, uh. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's just how it is though. Like, you know, dating and not even dating, it's just like people in general just lie about things like that. Small um things. small things, yeah. You it know, it don't it don't even there is no reason. And I personally feel like we live in a world where there's no reason to lie. Like <laughs> If you're doing trash, trashy stuff, there are people out there that would love 
to get your trash. You tell right. them about it, and they'll be willing to do with the deal with the trash. That's another thing I don't do either. I don't. I don't tell people a lot of things about my relationship in a sense, mm-hmm. like because that should be private though. Like I don't post as much. You know, I post right. things, but I don't because sometimes you know people like they say people want to like. I don't. Know, people don't really want to see you succeed. They just yeah. want to see like the the BS, and, yeah. and I feel like that's what it is right now. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna say people. A lot of people, not all people, a lot of people don't want that. Like, oh, I hate that. Like, always seeing, like, they're always so happy. I hate that. Right. Like, you know, sometimes being private about, not even relationships, just in life, things you're doing sometimes, just, like, do it, you know? Right. Everybody try to, like, always, people want to see you. They say they want to see you do good, but deep down, they don't don't really want to see that. I think it's also people want to be a part of your life without having to be a part of your life. Right. So, like, if you're posting on Instagram or on Facebook and you're putting up pictures of your girlfriend, your wife, your kids, your this or that, and then you have all these other people on the outside looking in, it's like, oh, it's all of a sudden now they think y'all are friends in real life because y'all are friends on these social media platforms. And when they see you in the street or see anything that you post, now they have the obligation or they feel obliged to comment in any way because y'all are friends on these social media. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, stay, keep six feet. Six feet, bro. Right. Six feet. The only, only, only friends you should worry about is the one that you actually know and you had a relationship yeah. with in real life. Because everybody on, like you said, everybody on social media really isn't your friend, technically. Facts. I mean, you, social media friend, but you don't really, like, have a relationship with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's very, very true. Very, yeah. very true. Any other questions you have for me as we are about to close? This was a great conversation, by the way. I was. It was a good conversation. Thank you for having me on. Um, uh, no, I think we answered a lot of the um, a lot of the questions. You know, I feel like it was it was good back and forth, and I already yeah. got to say my piece because I know I like what you were trying to say that I said I didn't say, but it's so good, it's so good, it's so good. I remember it distinctly, but like I said, you weren't not really distinctly. Like you, you did not bash any black women out there. Yeah, never would do that. But I remember us having this conversation. And then when E, because you know E's going to definitely comment on this. When E comments on it, she's going to blast you again. But I've given you the open table to speak your piece. Nah. <laughs> without man. interruption. How E's going to blast? E can't blast me, though. E knows. She know the truth. Like, E can't say anything bad about that. Because she know she I knows. am. Like, she knows. Yeah. She knows. Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. It was really, really good. Um... Is there anything that I want to say before we end? I don't think so. I think the conversation was good. You've got to say your piece. I've got to say mine. Okay. Um, yeah. I guess to end is just uh, a brief advice for everyone that is listening or watching. Know that your preference is your preference. No one can make or break your preference. What you like, you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to be able to stand in your truth, speak up for your truth and never deny yourself of your truth, especially when it comes to dating because whoever you date, they have to make you happy. They don't have to make me your friend or your mom happy. You're going to be the one that's spending the majority of the time with them. And if they can't make you happy, then you shouldn't be with them. But if they make you happy, no matter what race, color, gender, creed, blood type, whatever, as long as you're happy, you're happy, and we're going to be happy for you. So I just want to thank everyone for listening to another episode of Balance and Sanity with your girl, Monica. 
Uh, adulting is hard. Um, have a great one. 